This is what flow from Progressive sounds like in one of our commercials. You may have seen one there on TV occasionally. And speaking of motorcycle insurance rates, did you know that our basic motorcycle policies start at just $75 a year? And speaking of speaking of insurance, I just love... And this is how that same commercial sounds on your motorcycle. Yeah, everything's better on a bike. Progressive keeps you on yours. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Baller Radio. Radio, radio, radio. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with MTG. He is where he is. Uh, brought to you by Big Mac Mondays. <laughs> and it's I, not Mondays, and we don't fuck with Big Macs. <laughs> I did order like an entire package of burgers, and I'm just like, it's impressive. <laughs> I, there was five. I thought I ordered six, but I... Don't let this man fool you. There was way more than six. The man was shuffling burgers like a deck of cards. It sounded the same way. It said, <laughs> just, just, gift, yeah. just gifting burgers to everybody? He was like, uh, he was like, what's his name, an American gangster? The OG who's just handing out turkeys from the back of the truck? Except for they were Big Macs. He was just handing them off to, to small children that were walking by his like, apartment. I feel like I would... Like I'm at a level of making it when you're just handing out, when you're handing out fast food. The man was like doing trick or treating in December with Big Macs. I mean, this can, is level. Can I tell you though, if we had the ability to trick or treat with fast food, like it would change the game. It'd be next level. I mean, you just introduced something that's going to be an American tradition <laughs> in like ten years. Carl's Jr., Arby's, they're all going to be in. You heard it here first. Trick or treating. Fast food trick or treating, That's everybody. Right. Next wave. Next wave. Uh, FFTOT. Yeah. Oh, the candy people are going to be pissed. Yeah. No, you just put, you single handedly just put Nestle out of business. How does that feel, sir? <laughs> I, I don't feel great about it, but it's it's okay. I mean, you're responsible for the death of the candy industry and the rise <laughs> in childhood obesity in one fell stroke. You're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're learning. So, like, if you're listening in, you're just learning so much Look, this episode. You come for the NBA analysis. <laughs> You stay you for the stay revolutionary for the ideas. That's no, right. you stay yeah. for the burgers. That's right. <laughs> That's burgers for your earlobes. Oh my god! Welcome, welcome. I am, I am so hungover on this, <laughs> this episode. As you should be. It's Look, just like it's only whenever I get really, really hungover, I used to just watch Animal Planet all okay. day. Like I don't like why, why am I not watching sports or something? That's what I'm saying. Boogie and AD, Animal Planet, right back at you. <laughs> That's the twin gazelles taking over the <laughs> NBA. That's it. That's it. So, you know what? We're not going to do traditional episode today because uh, it's just not all prepared. Um, but we need to talk a little bit about it's been a while since you've been here, MTG. So we have to talk a little bit about standings. So, yeah, we got to. We're just going to we're going to ro- roll through that. We're going to talk about some leaders. 
And just talk about some general themes going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been about, you know, 20 games, 25 games in the season. And so we all made predictions at the beginning of the season. So yeah. we're just going to, like, take a look here, a little, you know, take stock, a little reevaluation going on. And we're just going to talk about, yeah. where, you know, what's what was expected, what wasn't expected, and what we kind of, you know, if we recalibrate what we expect going forward. Yeah, so let's let's start in the East. We'll we'll do a conference breakdown first, and then we'll we'll talk about some player stats and who's leading categories. All right, so what, list them real quick. Not. One to eight. One, one to eight. So it's the it's the Celtics. Celtics in one. Cavs two. Raptors three. Detroit four. 76ers, five. Ooh. Bucks six. Wizards seven. The Knicks are an eight. Pacers nine. So, wow. Wow. So first off, I guess just surprises. Yeah, I think surprises. Obviously, you have to go with, I think, Detroit and Philadelphia are the two big surprises out east. I mean, maybe New York as well, right? Having yeah. Them, them being close to 500 right now seems kind of wild. I mean, I don't think they're too many over people are predicting fi- it. They're over 500. I guess technically. That 11 is, and 10. It's, that is weird. Hovering. Um, but no, that's really What big. do they do with all the brown paper bags? Uh, <laughs> Burgers. It's burgers. <laughs> it's bur- of course it's burgers. That's it's all the McDonald's out there. Of, of course, gotta be. But I mean, I think those are pretty big. I think the East has been surprising overall, just in terms of level of competitive play. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, I think Cleveland's record—they've obviously been on the streak a little bit right now. But yeah. I think they've had a lot more struggles than their record would indicate right now. They're still at number two. Yeah. They're still, you know, they do what Cleveland does. They tread water. They do just fine. But. Uh, the level of dysfunction and the level of like effort LeBron's had to put forward to keep them here is you know pretty staggering. So I think that's obviously big. Uh, we all thought Boston was going to do well, but after Gordon Hayward going down, everybody you know shifted back and tried to mm-hmm. you know uh, take back expectations a little bit. But then you know, of course, they went on the street. Kyrie's been playing great. The young dudes really. Oh like, my god! I don't think you can overstate because Jalen you know, Brown, man. Yeah, like a lot of people have said, Jason um, Tatum. Like rookies coming in, you yeah. should not expect them to be contributing players. Like in the NBA, there's such a there's such a ramp up from either one year of college or some years like you know sometimes half a year of college to get in the NBA. Usually, it takes an adjustment period. You don't see mm-hmm. a lot of dudes come straight into the league and be able to contribute. These dudes are lighting it up. It's crazy. Donovan Mitchell this week with Donovan Mitchell forty one. I mean, my pick for rookie of the year. I mean, <laughs> that's, I'm just gonna throw that out. That's there. it. That's but but you know, obviously, I had Ben, ben Simmons right. Though. No, totally. So it's no like, you and you and Gee both hit it on the on the head with that one. So Ben Simmons is gonna be rookie of the year, barring yeah. any kind of injury that happens. You know, mm-hmm. knock on wood, not trusting that dude to fall down. Um, some stairs or otherwise, but um, <laughs> yeah. Donovan Mitchell, I feel really good about that pick um, because there's no, to me, there was no guarantee that Ben Simmons would be healthy, that the Philadelphia medical staff was going to keep him on the court. They were going to handle anything properly. So I still feel good about making that pick, even though clearly Ben Simmons is a rookie here, outstanding player, like most versatile oh uh, NBA ready big man since LeBron period. I mean, I also heard uh, Bill Simmons and them talking about comparing him to Blake Griffin. I think that's also a great comparison in terms of first year, mm-hmm. you know, they both had the, the, the injury year that they, they uh, didn't play, and so that only helps. With now he's got to dunk over a Kia, and he's, <laughs> and he's, he's nah, nah. We got we got to switch up the car company, though, right? <laughs> Blake's got the Kia corner. Oh, so that's right. That's what, right. Here we go. This is this is on second. Oh, it's over a Tesla. It's over. Say, what, what, it's over a Tesla. Boom. That's we, it. We know this. Which we, car should Ben Simmons jump over? It's got to be a Tesla. It's it, <laughs> yeah, probably. The well, car. I don't know. Does Australia have a car company? I don't know about that. I don't know. Can we do? Can we do some some half-ass internet uh, research? Or just just a stack of Vegemite (laughs) (laughs) over a kangaroo? The man's got to dunk over a kangaroo. Is the kangaroo moving? Up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Make it competitive. This is the. I'm glad we saw this though. Tesla is the right answer. (laughs) Tesla is the right answer for this. 
Great call. Great call. Can I just say I'm looking at the last ten stat here. Cleveland has not lost a game. They 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 are on ten straight, or are they even are they? further than that? Uh, the streak is, streak is eleven. In the last ten, they're ten. And oh my god! Oh That's my god! Could. So I mean, but prior to this, think about that. So they've won eleven straight. So prior to that, they were what five and seven? Yeah, some some. Stupid. That's what I'm saying. So they start off really really poorly, and now they're up to six and seven. Derrick Rose talking about coming back. I mean, who knows? Who knows about any, you know, any of okay. that? Okay, I want I want your take because yeah. you're a, you're a Derrick Rose fan I from am. way back. Indeed. I mean, what what's your take on that on his situation? What do you think? What do you think is kind of going through his head? What do you think he's actually going to do? Yeah. So I thought Rachel Nichols made a great point the other day on Zach Lowe's podcast where she was saying the mental side of this mm-hmm. is always severely underlooked when it comes to these injuries and these chronic injuries, right? Mm-hmm. So Derrick Rose, um, at one point was the pinnacle of the NBA, right? The MVP of the league. And so when you're at that high of a standard and of a level and you know what you can do when you're at your best, you're one of the best players in the league, right? Top Mm -hmm. five players in the league. And to have that kind of taken from you in terms of injuries and health and uh, misfortune, bad luck, all these things like that, the mental toll is huge. So like, for me, it's very understandable that he would want to take time away from the team, that he would kind of want to, uh, you know, kind of regather himself after all of these injuries. Um, unfortunately for Cleveland, they just don't really have the time for that, right? Like, yeah. they, just, they can't afford to have more people um, not be uh, consistent in the lineup. So, I mean, I think it actually has less to do with how he's feeling, with anything the Cavs are doing. The main thing, uh, the articles you saw come out saying that he's got approximately $80 million left on that Adidas deal yeah. that he signed uh, after the MVP season mm-hmm. um, while he or, and right before he got injured again. So he's got to play. He's got to play for that, right? Adidas has all the clawback uh, clauses in there such that you know they don't have to give him, you know, if he's not playing, they don't have to give it to him. Now, he's already, if you think about his NBA contracts combined with his Adidas money that he's already got, mm-hmm. he's probably, you know, he's probably earned somewhere in the neighborhood of $100 million. So if you want to cut that in half yeah. because of taxes and stuff, so call it $50 million minus whatever expenses, let's... Let's be like, let's say that dude that you're just spending, that dude's still probably worth like thirty million dollars in the bank minimum. That, and that's yeah, a that's a but, big but, minimum. But didn't he he struggled with money for a while, didn't he? Did he? I, I don't know because I, I, I mean he was in some legal troubles and stuff he too. Was, so so I I'm sure he can retire. For like, sure. He, so he I guess, could retire and kind of move forward. I guess I, my point is yeah. there's just too much money on the table for him to say oh, no yeah, now. But yeah. I, I understand what he's going through. I hope that he can mentally get to a place where he feels like he can contribute. And the thing is, his game's just not built to be uh, in a role player position, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a jump shot. He can't hit the three. Um, he's very much attack and athletic uh, in his uh, in his style of play. So mm-hmm. it's just tough, right? It's like all of a sudden if Russell Westbrook couldn't explode anymore. Yeah. What would he really be? This is this is literally like what happened. He'd be a fashion designer, is what he'd be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Russell Westbrook got <laughs> options. That's true. That <laughs> man will be uh, be Paris Fashion Week. That's See, true. The, the real problem I have with Derrick Rose is: Are they going to allow for him to use a wheelchair in the Big Three League? <laughs> <laughs> That's cold blooded, man. That's cold blooded. Nah, I know you've seen the robot doing flips on the internet. All they're going to do is give him some prosthetic legs, and he's going to be just fine, man. You're saying Derrick Rose as a battle bot in <laughs> Derrick Cyborg Rose? That's what's, that's what's oh going my down. god, he's yeah. go, he's going back to New York and taking it down. <laughs> I mean, he's not Godzilla. He's not smashing the New York skyline. Really? <laughs> I don't know which blogs you've been on. I don't know the deep corners. The best of, ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the NBA universe that you found that dark, out. But. Dark, dark web Derek Rose blogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's called Derek Rose. Oh, Rose, Rose. So, yeah, I mean, I hope he comes back on the court. I hope he can contribute. I mean, it's just kind of sad that his career has unfortunately devolved because of things outside of his control. But, uh, I mean, Cleveland, they've weathered a storm. They've got a yeah. long way to go. Um, Milwaukee. I, I think so. Oh, yeah, go so ahead. So, I guess 
you know, we've we've predicted Boston to kind of be in that one position. We did. That's we not did. that's not surprising. No, but it is surprising in, in light of the injury. But that, in terms that they're of, still there. But yeah. right, in terms of our preseason predictions, yeah. it's right where we yeah. said it was going to be. Cleveland at two, not surprising. No. I think they're going to make a run for one. I don't think they'd need to go that much higher. They're, they don't. However, however, based off what's going on here, that does offer a unique matchup first round if th- that this were to happen. Sure, you're saying if, if playoffs started today. If playoffs started today with the Cavs versus the Wizards, that's <laughs> having to play the Wizards first round would really suck. Well, and here's the thing too: like we're not the the crazy thing about the Wizards as well is prior to AD going down last night, depending on how severe that injury is, if that puts AD out for a minute or maybe even possibly a season. Yeah. Um. So prior to that, there was no the Washington has been a big suitor for Boogie Cousins, right? Everybody's yeah. talking about the John Wall connection. But then uh, New Orleans started playing so well, and they're like, okay, that's probably not gonna, that's probably going to be off the table, right? If AD goes down, and all of a sudden New Orleans starts looking at it and saying like, hey, you know, Boogie's, Boogie's contract's up. He oh might just go God. somewhere. I'm saying a trade to Washington for someone like an auto porter and change for some sort of pick situation, something like that. All of a sudden, Washington with that big three? It's a Boogie with the hoodie. He goes, <laughs> goes directly to OKC. Four, four deep. Wow, wow, that sounds <laughs> fake as hell. For Andre Roberson. <laughs> All right, now you just now you just on some bullshit. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean that would be crazy. I mean, he like I'm just saying that opens to up add, the possibility to, to yeah. add to add a major big man to that lineup pushes them to the top three. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like all of a sudden, if Cleveland had to play them for whatever reason, right? Yeah. So it's like a four five matchup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty dangerous. So the Wizards. So my thing is like, so you have Milwaukee, Washington, New York, Indiana. Miami, all kind of hovering around 500, yeah. right? All kind of right there, and no one's really differentiated themselves yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia might include in there, but I think I think they've shown a little bit more uh, promise, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, uh, they've shown so much consistency that I can't believe. Right? They're very up and down in terms of game to game, but when you when you see like what are their go to sets, yeah. what are their go to players, you know, in in crunch time, can they get buckets and things like that? They're playing pretty consistent, right? They're knocking yeah. down threes. Yeah. So I like Philadelphia in their consistency so far. I never thought I'd say that, that sounds out loud. But <laughs> of, of say like six through ten, yeah, I'm still betting on Miami over somebody like uh, New York or Indiana. Orlando came on really strong early in the season. Just, They've sort of regressed to the mean, but um, it's pretty wild. It's, I don't know. Like I had more faith in Charlotte, Me too. kind, kind Me of too. at the bottom. I just don't see them playing at. This. I I do not see them making the playoffs right now. It's really tough. It's tough to see them if they're playing this poorly right now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see them getting this much better without some injuries ahead of them it, in the field. It would be re- pretty remarkable to see the Pacers land in the playoffs right? this, this season. I mean, I, I don't want to discount anybody, especially in that eight seed, uh, especially kind of on the edge, all in that five hundred range. Mm. But man, Pacers. Pacers and Knicks battling for eight. What it seems kind of crazy, kind of right? Alter, alternate universe are we in? The Jesus. ghost of Mark Jackson is rolling over in his grave. Oh my God! Um, I'm I'm super. I've I've been very very surprised about Detroit and their consistency sure. here. I can they keep it? Um, I think they can, if only because like this has kind of been the game plan for a couple of years now. When they traded for Tobias Harris, right? When yeah. Reggie Jackson has been going off, when Andre Drummond was showing flashes of being super dominant, it just hasn't all gelled together at the same time. And right now, it is. So this is kind of like peak potential for them. So you're asking me, are they a contender in the East? No, but can they be the fourth seed in the East? I think they absolutely can. Yeah. Andre Drummond's been hitting his free throws. Everybody knows about that. Tobias Harris, uh, you know, doing his best mellow impression. So that's been working out well. And Reggie Jackson, kind of being more a facilitator, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of you know adjusting his role a little bit. Um, I gotta. Wa- I, I just seems, have to spend yeah. more time watching Detroit. I, 
I've no, gone no, out of my no, way no. not to watch any Detroit ball. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to say here that it's super enjoyable to watch Detroit, <laughs> um, as evidenced by their low attendance numbers. Hey, Detroit, new stadium. Go watch your team downtown, man. <laughs> can, can I just say, what, I, I was reading that, that piece on, like, they were trying to explode the Silverdome. Okay. The Pontiac Silverdome in. Oh yeah, I, and I they that. failed. Like what? What? Like what, what? What's happening there? Is that that's in Detroit, or is um, that? It's you know what? I'm not. Uh, I should know that. Considering you should. I was in there for a minute, but. Um, all right. All in, right. In or around proximity approximations, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's in Michigan. Fine. I, yeah. I was I was gonna give that to you, but okay. So I I mean I it's really really interesting. You're saying Miami Miami could move up. I so, definitely. I mean, I think Miami they, moves uh, up. Yeah. Who moves down? Um, if I just say it's New York, New York. They just have. They're just too thin, right? Like you said, Porzingis not even playing tonight, right? Yeah. So I mean, and that, if Porzingis is not playing, they're not winning. That's true. Man, the what a what a rise and fall from uh, Orlando. I mean, we yeah. we saw this coming. Like, oh, they're not gonna they're not gonna stay there. They opened up really hot, and, and I guess it's like it shows kind of potential from them, but. I just I don't think they're they can climb again. It, all that happened was that um, all the dudes on that team that played great this early part of the season just got their contract numbers boosted a little bit. Whenever the next contract <laughs> that, is up, that, Aaron it. Gordon is going to command a little more money. Vucevic is going to command a little more on the trade market. These sorts of things. Alfred Payton sort of dug himself out from the basement a little bit. Um, so it was just good for their individual players. But mm-hmm. Orlando's not going anywhere. I mean, in terms of big picture East right now, yeah. I say they're just. It's surprising how competitive they've been. How competitive they've been against the West, mm-hmm. um, and then a team like Philadelphia making such a large leap. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, it's early in the season, but making such a large leap so quickly. Um, Really incredible. No Markel Fultz, right? Ben Simmons has really been the best player on that team night to night. Um, and it's so crazy to say that with Joel Embiid out there and him doing incredible things. But Joel Embiid, um, he kind of he he sometimes gets in his own way a little bit, right? Yeah. He'll do too many fakes, too many pump fakes, too much. He'll try to do too much on the floor. He kind of needs to let the flow find him a little bit more. And that's where Ben Simmons excels right now is finding that flow, oh God, carving just... up the defense. And the man has no jumper. <laughs> it's insane. So I'm just really impressed with Philadelphia. The East overall been impressed with the competitiveness. Uh, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention um, feeling very excellent about my Chicago Bulls. <laughs> having as, the number as one of this pick podcast, in lot, lot, as of this lottery. podcast, a one forty three percentage <laughs> winning. Uh, we're on three and eighteen. They, one and nine in our last Three and eighteen. Like the uh, Zach Levine's kid has a better performance than Chicago on the court right now. Their point differential is minus eleven point one. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. All I know is that we better land Luka Doncic with Markinen and have like the you know have the San Antonio Spurs for the next decade. You know, international. Flow. The fight. The fight is like the biggest story for that. There's like uh, nothing. Nothing. I mean, happening. here's the thing. And everybody said they're behind Bobby Portis in that yeah. situation, which they are now. But when they draft Doncic, oh, all of a sudden Nikola Mirotic got that European connection. It's he, the itches. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It really is. Bobby Porter's gonna find himself on a new team. I'm not saying who's right or wrong in this. I'm just saying, Bobby, just like look around you. The winds is changing right now. You'll be Bobby Schmurdered pretty uh, soon. Oh my god. Right. So, so one last thing in cool. the East. Just in, so in terms of order, you, you know, you had you had said Miami in. So, quick gut shot. Your your top eight in the order. Ooh, snap. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, this is tough. I'm gonna go Boston, Toronto, Ooh. Cleveland, 
Ooh. Uh, Washington, Ooh. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Miami. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Toronto has got more regular season juice yeah. than Cleveland's going to be able to muster. LeBron's, at this rate, LeBron's going to be spend some time in February down in Miami. Um, <laughs> just out in Germany. <laughs> just doing whatever he That's does. What I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to go. Yeah, what you got? I'm going to go Boston. I I have like this bizarre thing that I think Cleveland can actually stay there at two. Mm. I'm going to say Cleveland at two, Toronto three. I'm going to move the Bucks up to four, Detroit to five, Philly to six. Ah, uh, nope. Wizards <laughs> to six, Philly to seven. I'm going to keep New York in there. I'm going to keep New York in there at eight. Uh, Completely optimistic about wow, New York. Wow. That's I don't I don't know if I'll ever say that. You getting some payola under the table, man? You got uh, you got some New York uh, stockbrokers. Bur- bur- all I have under the table is burgers. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Paid in burgers. The and I just I want to understand the rules about this two way thing if it extends to entire teams. If the Atlanta Hawks and or Chicago Bulls can, <laughs> can go on a two way contract, wow. I want incredible. the Mad Ants, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, have a case to be in the NBA right now. The, <laughs> Accurate. And uh, what is that? The Toronto uh, 305s or whoever yeah, yeah. Whatever the hell they are? What's the name? I don't know. I don't know. 609s? It's the 905s? The n- <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of numbers going the 666s? on. 666s? I don't know. Whatever Whatever the name is. They won the league last year, right? Yeah. So they deserve to be in the league over somebody like Atlanta or Chicago right now. As much <laughs> as it pains me to say it. All right. Let's move west. Mm, mm. Move right. and move so in west. Okay. I'll, I'll break it down right here. So we got Houston 1, Golden State 2, San Antonio 3. Denver four. Wow. Wow. Pretty big. Keep going. Minnesota five. Portland six. Utah seven. New Orleans eight. Wow. And it, Oklahoma City nine. Clippers ten. Oh my God. Okay. So this is so much fun. This, this is incredible. This this is so much fun. So what what is making sense? What isn't? I think that so Rockets at one, not mm. not that surprised. They're they're nah. they put up a ton of points. Yep. Completely expected. Warriors at two, really not that surprised. They're, the Rockets and Warriors competing one-two. Sure. We predicted that all along. Spurs yeah. at three is really not that surprising. I think no. I think we pretty much all called that. Well, Ashwin had them a little bit lower, and I actually uh, had yeah. them. I had them at number two. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I had them. You know, I had them all kind of right there. So it's, it's pretty close. Okay. Denver at Denver four. four. This is big now because you. Because the big argument, the big argument from prior episodes, and you guys can go back, go check out the library. Um, you know, the question was, Den- well, Denver and Minnesota, can they both be in? Yeah. This 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 is back to your structure argument, uh, TJ. Can true. can they both move up? And, and I think I think Denver is good enough right now to stay in the playoff hunt. I think they're good enough to stay in the hunt, and I think I think we're also benefiting from the fact that the Clippers have played so poorly, right? Yeah. Like again, back to my argument about infrastructure and consistency, mm-hmm. and you know, carryover from year to year. You would think the Clippers would be a little more in the hunt, but with the injuries, with mm-hmm. the dysfunction, with Doc Rivers just being, <laughs> you know, worst coach in the league, um, they they're you know they're outside looking in, and they don't look like they can get back to it, right? Yeah. Patrick Beverly out, Blake getting hurt. Oh my god, they we just don't, they we just don't, really don't feel like they really don't have enough to go. Nah. 
There's all kinds of talk about DeAndre trades, yeah. shit like that. So, um, so with them being out, all of a sudden that does make room for both a Minnesota and a Denver. Uh, I mean, I just want to give a shout out to Ashwin real quick to to Gee. He was saying that uh, New Orleans was yes. going to be in the hunt, and I don't think either of us had that in there. No, and so that's a third team that would be that'd be cracking cracking the uh, no. So, so I, I think eight. I think the only thing that I have like fundamentally, or the only team I have making it that's not on that list right now. Is OKC. Yeah, I think we all did. We all had OKC we up there. We all in the had top OKC five. in, but with the injuries from the Pelicans, the Pelicans are going to teeter exactly. exactly on whether they're in. It's still so I think early. the, I think I I did call the the Clippers being out. I just I yeah, had I had little did. I had little faith in the Clippers, <laughs> and the, I mean just the injuries are plaguing them. Injuries are plaguing the Grizz. Like the Grizz could have definitely been in the hunt as well, yeah. but they're just that team that franchise it's just well the grizzlies almost blew up all of our brackets none of us had us everybody had the grizzlies kind of low where they are now but they came out the gate just yeah. blazing and now they're collapsing they fired their coach even though the coach is not the problem and he's a great coach so like there's there's some issues going on there so i think the only thing is i think oklahoma city mm-hmm. will definitely make the playoffs i think they're too talented not to mm-hmm. play through the regular season they'll figure out all the issues they've got right now it's it's not a great looking team at the moment but i think they can get in i think new orleans will fall back I a little really bit. really hope that the lakers do not make it <laughs> Like the Lakers are at 364. I just don't think I don't nah. think they're going to make the jump. I mean, that's the really interesting part about the West, though, is like, look at the look at the differential. Like yeah. you go you go to 10 on there. That's under 400. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of games to play. So these percentages yeah. are going to kind of vary wildly. Until so my we biggest keep thing going. is we've got a, we've seen Denver get a lot of good point guard play mm-hmm. right now. And mm-hmm. so they've benefited from that. And that was a big question. And that was a big argument that Guy and I had was like, who's going to play point guard for them? Who's, you know, who's, <laughs> how's that going to happen? And so for me, um, I feel like Denver could slip a little because I just don't feel like that consistency is going to be there. Minnesota has pulled out a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they couldn't do that. This year, they can. But they're expending a lot of effort. I've been watching uh, a little more Minnesota than I, than I have been in recent years. And it seems like by the time they get to the end of the game, they're really tired, mm-hmm. right? Thibodeau has a demanding defense. And whether or not they're actually achieving his, uh, you know, his level of perfection they're really exhausted when it gets to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, they've been able to pull some out. They didn't pull their last one out against, who was that who they play last? Um, I can't remember. But they, they couldn't quite pull that one out, even though it was close. Um, but my thing is, I think they're going to stay right kind of around where they are. Mm-hmm. I think um, four or five um, sounds really great for Minnesota. I think Denver will definitely stay in the hunt, but I just feel like they're going to regress a little bit in the point guard play. Sure. Utah seems like they've been playing over their heads, even though I had them at the eight seed. I mean, with, I feel like they're still going to make it, though. I think so with Donovan Mitchell. I mean, the thing is Gobert out, right? Yeah. It depends on how long Gobert's out. Yeah, That's I, the thing. I don't know how long he's actually Me neither. So, so if it's going to be a long time, I think they'll kind of drop out as well, and that leaves room for somebody like the Clippers to, to jump back in it. But, um, you know, and then Portland, they have been – you know they're thirteen and ten. Their record was a lot better. Like they've been a little bit up and down. Let's see, they are six and four in their last ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, two game losing streak. So they've been they've been pretty uh, five hundred at this point. But they, I've seen a lot of good uh, things out of them. Their defense has been better, especially on the perimeter. We've seen better defense than they're usually known for. Mm-hmm. A lot of this feels really good. Golden State just doesn't give a fuck. They just don't care. They, just, they, they cannot <laughs> they don't, be bothered they, they with they the just, regular season. They just don't have to care. Yeah, they, they really don't have to care. And then they'll still play out of their minds once it gets closer to playoff yeah. time. Yeah, and I mean, the Spurs with no Kawhi being number three, that's, no, that's I mean, insane. That really is amazing. And some changes from yeah. last season as yeah. well. And just staying, the infrastructure, man. staying in it. God, LMA. Pop, pop. LMA coming back oh. from all his lackluster <laughs> and mediocre performances. This 2017 is a weird year <laughs> for so many reasons. Yeah, man. LMA. 
mentioning LMA in this conversation, mentioning Derek Rose all the time. Like, <laughs> who are these names why and are why are it? they plaguing us? Yeah. 2018, bring us some normalcy. Just bring <laughs> us some normalcy. So, so let's let's kind of talk order. Let's do the same thing. Let's go one through eight. Your gut, who do you have? One through eight, who do I have? So I'm gonna go Golden State back up at number one. I think they're gonna, they haven't gone on a run yet, in my opinion. They haven't really like just been out here right. running. So I'm gonna say Golden State one, Houston. It's it's hard to see them unless there's an injury doing anything else. So I might have to revise a little bit. I thought San Antonio would be two. I think it's probably gonna be Houston too. Although, just wait till Kawhi comes back. Wait, wait for Kawhi. Mm. So I don't know. I you know I don't. I'm, not, I'm hedging a little bit. But so yeah. off top yeah, right here, quarter right. way through, we're gonna go Golden State, Houston, San Antonio. At three, I'm I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say it. Portland at four. Oh my! All right, continue on. Minnesota five, Denver six, and then I think it's gonna be Oklahoma City seven. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a flyer and say Utah's gonna be eight. Utah eight. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's hear it. Rockets at one. I I. Rockets going to one. Well, look at their. I mean, they're over eight hundred. They're over, like eight hundred for like. <laughs> they're not gonna lose they're not gonna lose they're shooting so many threes it, like they're they have to stay up there warriors at two spurs wow. at three <sighs> who's four this is the toughest this is the toughest pick in the entire ah, thing right I here. just wolves at four now, boom i love it i love it you gotta say that wolves at four blazers five nuggets six sounds right to me thunder seven jazz at eight Wow. Pelicans are out. Because, I think so. I, with injuries, they cannot. They cannot afford any injuries. They're too thin. I saw Rondo hit at least two threes last night. Oh my god! How in the watching hell? Rondo shoot is just like the worst thing. It's the worst. It's like it's like watching like a broken ride at the fucking carnival or something. It's like watching a someone try to put a broken bottle back together. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, we're talking about a broken bottle. I have a really funny story from yesterday. Like I, I was really hungover, and all of a sudden, like I was dumping out some wine yesterday, and I, the, I, had, a clo- I had a clogged drain on the left side of my sink, and I was dumping the bottle on the right side of the sink. I turned on the garbage disposal; it sucked down the wine bottle, Whoa. like it completely broke the the top part of it. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like spinning glass. Holy shit! This is like this is like eight. In the morning i'm not i'm i'm pretty intoxicated and i'm just like i'm like trying to get back i'm Man, like i didn't want to ask you why your face was covered in scars this morning, <laughs> but i guess that makes it's, sense the man is just bandaged it's, up it's blood the, trickling it's the from the scarface episode <laughs> scarface meets bob's burgers oh my god i'm just like how is it how do i create a medical emergency in the, in the, in the morning excellent choice i think that's the best hangover remedy all you can my have. uh all my limbs and all my toes are still around, but for I, now, we, <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it sounds like we mostly had, uh, you know, we just had a couple flip flops here and yeah. there between us. Um, I like that we both have Minnesota and Portland playing each other in that four or five series. Oh. How, you know, depending on who's oh. four and who's five, but we gotta go. Oh, we fucking have to go. If it's playoff, if it's playoffs with those Yo. guys, we're making a promise to all our right listeners, here, right all now. of our listeners, that. You're gonna you're gonna bring your child with. We're going. Oh man, we're, we're going. All right, you know what? I'm in. 
Okay, I'm it's, in. it's in. It's in. If it's Portland it. plays Minnesota in the playoffs this year, yes. we are going to one of the games. Yes. Period. We're gonna like. We're gonna take flicks. Put them up on Instagram. Oh we're gonna do some live God. tweeting. Oh, we're gonna talk about the Portland food scene. It's gonna be a thing. It's 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 all of it. It's all of it. So all right, MTG, we gotta talk a little bit about season leaders. Just who's who's kind of leading the charge right now. So just just a couple of categories, and then we'll then we'll then we'll wrap this episode. Nice little bow. Yeah. So <laughs> the. Uh, Points per game, Harden leading this category, 31, 31 and a half over, over Giannis. Giannis is still like 29-4. 20, it's me. Like, it's me. So I lost, I lost my two-week bet where he didn't, uh. he was supposed to stay over 30. He did not stay over 30. LeBron is three, Curry's four in this category. Chris Epps, number five. At five. I mean, to me, the the two on those most surprising are Curry and Porzingis, right? KD was the one leading the scoring charge last year for yeah. much of it, much season until he got injured. But Steph still being that consistent uh, piece that makes that engine run incredible, and then Chris Stapp's really stepping up, right? Yeah, like that's that's pretty mean. Um, I I think it's pretty noticeable that there's no Oklahoma City player in this top five because <laughs> they have not figured out what the fuck to do. Um, Harden doing Harden things, Giannis, of course, being the super freak that he is, LeBron just being uh, the most consistent uh, player in the league. So all, all pretty, pretty, uh, pretty standard. I won't say too many surprises in there. Okay, here's boards. Drummond, DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard, Boogie Cousins, Towns. Boom. Uh, again, not a whole lot of surprises on this list. I think Dwight Howard stepping back up and you know getting to that twelve is, is a really good mark. Andre Drummond just really putting up fifteen boards a game is is pretty nuts. That's such a high level um, to be putting out consistently night overnight. He just he needs a super game so I can finally win my bet. <laughs> he just need, come on, go double, double or nothing, double or nothing. That's what I want. That's it. That's all I gotta do, Andre. Because uh, I'll invite him to the old man's lounge if he scores nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> beautiful. I love it. Assist, assist is pretty much pretty standard on this. So this is Harden, Westbrook, John Wall, LeBron, and Jeff, your boy Jeff Teague. Jeff, Jeff Teague showing up. Jeff Teague. I mean, it's good. Where's Rubio? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you seen who he's playing with over on you, son? It's not pretty. It's, it's it's not not happening. Not all right. Um, so so the, we, can cut, we can cut this out. I say we go blocks and steals. Uh, or let's pick two more categories. Any two categories you want. I want to go three pointers made. Okay, yeah. so three pointers made, and what's the other one you want to talk? Uh, I did want to talk about turnovers. If if we could find Can you it, see turnovers? I'll, I'll find it. Okay. So three pointers made. It's Harden, Thompson, Curry, Covington, Covington at four. Boom. What? I love it. Three and D. Like uh, Cov- pinnacle. Right. Covington now. even better than JJ Redick. Yeah. Like yeah. that. That's insane. Paul George. Can I just like yeah, can I just say something? Nuts. Yeah, go for it. Paul George, I, I watched that uh, the uh, the game against Minnesota. Paul George was incredible in that game. He had like thirty six in that thing. He's he's showing some versatility. If he's going to continue to step up like he did in that game, oh my god, it's going to be interesting to watch. Kind of continue to watch that evolution for OKC. Man, Paul Paul George answers. Paul George with the three point game. I didn't. I never even realized that. I mean, and it's, and the thing is. is when he's put into a position where that's his main weapon, where it has to be his main weapon, that you know that ends up in good things. It shows his versatility, but I think obviously they're not utilizing him in the best way. If three pointers is is where his his emphasis is at, I think Melo needs to be coming off the bench shooting threes. That's mean, but <laughs> all right. So as our final stat category, mm. our final review, we're going to go into one of my favorites, and that is turnovers. Uh. Boogie Cousins leading the way. Wow. Westbrook, Harden, Embiid, and James. Such an wow. illustrious crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, if you think about the usage rate, Harden, Westbrook, 
LeBron makes sense. Joel Embiid and DeMarcus Cousins being at the top of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least Embiid has a little bit of an excuse, right? Like I said, he's pressing a little too much. He's kind of overplaying, doing too much. So he's a young dude, right? DeMarcus Cousins? DeMarcus Cousins? You just going to be throwing the ball away like that? I know you got great stats this season, but you're just going to be out here fumbling, fumbling the ball around? You got Rondo to handle the ball for 22 seconds on the shot clock and oh then pass my, it to you. Come oh, on, my man. God. Jeez, MTG. I, I mean, I think that's that's enough stats. By the way, my favorite part of last week is watching Raymond Pizza Felton on <laughs> on the fast break. Pizza, pizza. On the fast break, because he has no fast break. He's got like a short burst speed, and he just just doesn't have it. I mean, he just always looks like, like his turbo bar is out. He's gonna wear like a he should wear like a jersey t-shirt for his jersey. <laughs> like it's like he doesn't deserve like a full-fledged jersey. I mean, the man is surprisingly effective for the lack of speed that he has. I'm gonna give him that. But, I mean, if you're just looking for him to be in the skills competition run up and down the court, that might not be a good I'm look. I'm looking for him to be in the pie-eating skills competition. <laughs> <laughs> that's cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. Not the fast break. All right, MTG, that's it. We, we'll talk more ball coming up. Guy is coming back, and we're doing all the things. Big stats, balling out of control. Of course. And all the burgers you can eat. So where can everybody find us, MTG? You got to... R-T-P. At... Riding the pine, is it underscores? Is it underscores? Riding right? underscore. Riding. Okay, okay, let me do that again. Okay, all right, run it back. <coughs> where, <laughs> MTG, where can everybody find us? At riding underscore the underscore pine. No, there's not a second underscore. Why do you guys only have one underscore? <laughs> you know what? We're keeping this in. Keep, the, keep that in. There's a whole social media strategy. You know what? That's ridiculous. One underscore for three words. <laughs> All right, we're going to go down to the department of marketing. We're going to have a word with them. We're going to buy an extra underscore. <laughs> we better, man. Or get rid of all the underscores. I don't know. You got apostrophes in there, too, now. You got umlauts that you're not telling me about? No, no. We're not bringing the umlauts in. Not, hopefully not. <laughs> so, no, you, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can always find us on Facebook. Yeah, come and join us uh, Thursdays, NBA Thursday. If you're in the Seattle area, come out. Yeah, come we, watch some ball. We are the largest basketball meetup in the Pacific Northwest. Uh. Come join us. Come join us. More ball. We have two more events before the end of the year, and then we're starting out strong every Thursday from January until June. For RTP, MTG, Hondo. This is a Vencast Studios production. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, nail to your local public church's doorway. Riding the Pine, now on Almighty Baller Radio. Tune in and find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. Great glass in case a podcast emerges. Riding the Pine, brought to you by God Shamwell. Brought to you, brought to you by Hondo, a.k.a. Brad Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Riding underscore the Pine. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.